Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name is Jesse Moore, and welcome to Icon Leadership Podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the Season 2 of the Icon Leadership Podcast. I would like to thank all of my Season 1 guests, and I would like to have you guys back on the show pretty soon. Today, I have a young man uh, who has worked in the San Antonio area. Then he moved to uh, Utah, where he managed the biomedical department at one of the major hospitals there in Utah. And he was also nominated as the best employee for GE Healthcare, people, GE Healthcare, General Electric, uh, in the Western region. Please help me welcome Mr. Tate Doan. Hey, Tate, man, how are you? Great. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. So you went from San Antonio, okay, to Utah. How did did that happen? Well, I... uh one of my uh, co-workers who was teaching me how to run the hospital as a site lead, he was planning on transferring back home to uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So during the training and uh, everything was coming up and everything was going great, there just happened to be this opportunity to go to Utah. And, you know, I was 21 or 22 years old and not married, no kids. So I was like, that's an opportunity. Right. I want to go see the world. Right. So I took this opportunity. I moved to, moved to Utah. I was in Salt Lake City, and then I was working out in Bountiful. Wow. So, wow. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Man, did you go to Park City? I did. Yeah. I got to meet Danny DeVito. Hey, there. get out of here, man. Yep. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I've been to uh, Salt Lake City, and I've also been uh, snowmobiling in, uh, in uh, Park City. And uh, man, I tell you, I saw uh, what's the guys from Friends? Uh, I forgot Joey. Joey, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, man, he was out there. And also, man, I saw uh, in Salt Lake City. I was in this hotel, and uh, Teal and Tamara and the smart guy. That that, that whole family was out there, man. Oh yeah, that's nice. pretty nice. That's pretty nice, man. Yeah. So, so tell me about that hospital you was working up there. That hospital had. Uh somebody working there and they needed a little bit of cleanup and uh it took me a few months to get it cleaned up i I took the there was 60 items that they could not locate and wow wow. i got it down to four within three months of being there when you say 60 items uh they can't look either somebody stole them or they just can't find them or they couldn't find them like some uh like patient monitors sometimes they'll be stuck in a closet and not being used so Things like that. And maybe they just didn't go to the cabinets or what. But, you know, um, it just took a little bit of extra effort to find keys, find where hiding spots are. Sure. Got it. 
everybody loves to hide their things. Right, so right, right. The the key is finding it. So how did they accept you, uh, you know, coming in and kind of like, you know, being an investigator and, you know, you know, just trying to find this, this equipment, you know, how did they accept you? Well, I have a, a trick that usually works everywhere. Bring food. I'd always take little chocolates with yeah. sea salt in it. And, you know, that went the longest way, man. Really, 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 really. So uh, so tell me about this. Tell me about the guys that you were working with or the people that you were working with. How were they? So the people over there were really nice. Uh, the, the culture of Utah uh, versus coming from Texas, you know, I'd, I'd never even done research on Utah before I decided to move. Right. And... Uh, it was a bit different, but at the same time, a lot of things were the same. Right. Um, we had a lot of similar interests, but I found some new things that I really loved up there. Right. Uh, dealing with the coworkers, and we'd go out and did my first hikes, you know, and in the mountains, in the cold, seeing the snow, I've never driven. Right. So uh, I had a boss that he's like, look, man, you got to go out to an empty parking lot, do donuts, and you'll you'll learn how to correct yourself. That's how you drive in the snow. Right. So, you know, I had a good time okay. and uh, good advice. Right. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, man, so going into a new facility, how do you get these other, you know, associates to voluntarily follow your lead? Well, it uh, it kind of comes with time, but at the same time, if if they see that if you do anything that you'll ask them to do, yeah. I, I couldn't ask people to do something if I wouldn't do it myself. Right. You know, right. and kind of lead by example. Yeah. And, you know, maybe not question them, but maybe like, hey, why do you do it this way? Right. You know, and then like, well, I do it this way and uh, let's compare, you know. Right. And right. kind of just uh, just working together and good communication is always a good key. Right. Tell me about, you know, what are the uh, the, the most important characteristics of, of being a you know, being a leader? Uh, to me is just honesty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To me, I, I, what I like in a leader is someone that can communicate openly. Right. Uh, if I'm messing up, hey, tell me. Right. You know, uh, there's there's ways to approach things. It's just you know have your have your morals, have your everything ducks in a row. You know. Right. Uh, if you can if you can communicate, you can usually do pretty well in leading or right. anything like that. Right. And I, I think, you know, communication you know, is one of the hardest things to do. You know, come some, sometimes you're you're perceived the wrong way, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and man, this communication. We all have problems with communications, whether you're at work, at home with your wife, you know, with the kids or, or, or just whatever. You know, mm -hmm. communication is a hard thing. You know, yes, that's sir. something that's, uh, that's that you have to practice, you know practice that. So tell me, man, so what mistakes do you see leaders, you know, make, you know, pretty frequently? Um, just maybe getting caught in lies or, right, right. uh, you know, letting, letting your personal life affect your business, how you run it and how you're working, uh, leave everything at the door. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. Um, don't let outside things impact the way you're, you're talking and treating your people. Sure. And sure. I've, I've had issues with that myself where I'm, I'm having a bad day and right. then, you know, I'd, I'd lash out on accident. Yeah. And then yeah. Just, I realized, like, man, I'm, I'm sorry. And, right. Yeah. You know, just communicate that with them. And, yeah. Right. You have to go back and apologize. You know, yeah, they respect you more, you know, cause mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, Hey man, it happens to me, you know, 
so when I'm when I'm talking to my people, and sometimes I might get you know just a little bit you know my voice might go up a little high, mm -hmm. or you know I might get a little angry. What works is I go back and apologize. Yep. You know, and I've been called to the carpet, and I ask them to call me. Mm -hmm. out on things that, you know, that, that happened that I do, you know, that, that makes me a better leader, you know, because yep. sometimes we forget, you know, who we are, you know, we forget, you know, you know uh, that these people are people also, you mm -hmm. know, and you just can't talk to them any kind of way, you know, and I see some, uh, some supervisors and directors and, you know, and, uh, CEOs, you know, you know, possibly doing that sometimes, you know, so, mm -hmm. you know, not, a, we have to understand that not every leader is uh is perfect though you know mm -hmm. you know so tell me man what about what what are some of the biggest risks that you have you have taken oh um well the biggest risks uh moving to utah i had no family no right. no nothing didn't know anybody hadn't seen anything didn't know what the demographics were and you know it's uh that was a big risk because i didn't know what i was getting into right and then I mean, it was it was a risk that the reward was worth it. That's it. That's it. Great risk, you know, can lead to great uh, rewards. You know, uh, people in leadership roles, you know, typically we we're not we're not passive. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of like, you know, we don't take the uh, easy way out. You know, we go straight forward. You know, and uh, that's that's one of the, the the main things. You know, we have to make bold decisions. And you know, when I'm uh, talking to some of the people that uh, that uh, that I. I uh, put in leadership roles when I'm when I'm gone for the day or when mm -hmm. I'm off, something like that. And I'm saying, hey, you have to make the decision. It's on you. You know, mm -hmm. own it. Make the decision and own it, you know. And if you make a mistake, hey, you learn the next time. You learn yeah. from your mistakes. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. I'll do you do better the next time, you know? So that's 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 a that's a that's a absolutely a, a great thing. You know, great risk, you know, lead to great rewards. You know, so what about man, tell me tell me about your leadership style. So my leadership style is uh like kind of open door policy kind of thing. And yeah. I, I like to incentivize my my people. Right. Um, so if I can have somebody, uh, hey, you you hit these numbers first, you do this. Right. Uh, I'll, there's a first place winner and you'll get a free dinner, right? right. Lunch, sure. whatever. I got it. And just kind of incentivizing. I, I like to incentivize. Right, right. So what's the most uh, difficult part of being a leader? Uh... So with the frustration of, you know, um, you're wanting something, you're you're trying to show and how it's done. And it's just like, right. it's not the way you want or the way that you're you're trying to show. Right. But and, I mean, same results. It's just frustrating when I try to explain my way and I see oh, it. Oh, man, dude, you're talking, man, you're talking my language right now. Yes, you know, sir. so so you want them to go to uh, you want. So you're a leader, the type you're a type of leader that. You show them you want them to go straight to A, B. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But no, they go to A, D, C, then back to B. You yeah. know, but hey, but it's, the job is done. The job is done. Same the, results. I had to learn that over the years. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as they get the job done. Mm -hmm. And then when you're dealing with a, a newer uh, a generation, you know, they, those guys are smart. They're savvy, you know, and you know, that's just like the new math, you know, they don't do things the way it used to be, you know? Yep. So yeah, I get it, man. We have to understand that, you know, with leadership, you know, you know, the, the buck stops with us, 
Yes. It starts with us and it stops with us. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to understand that because being in, in charge is rough sometimes. You know, I had to tell myself, you know, like, hey, OK, uh, I'm going to just make the decision and, and that's it. And I, I, I'll tell my people, uh, follow, just follow my lead. You know, I'll take care of the rest. If we get in trouble, I'll own up to it, you know. And if not, hey, that's it. We, we're good to go, you know. I'd rather for a lot of people say what, uh, uh, ask for uh, forgiveness. <laughs> ask for forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, exactly, man. So, yeah, so tell me, man. Uh, so tell me about a time you failed and how you overcome it, overcame it. Well, um so whenever I graduated college with my degrees, I, I decided, you know what? Hurricane Harvey just hit. I, I'm from Corpus Christi, Texas, South sure. Texas. So right, right. that's where the hurricane hit. So I went down there and I started a fencing company. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I I put in the, the risk. I uh, I dumped all this money into it to get the, the business going. And, you know, it was going good. Right. But uh, it, it failed for me because my priorities were not in, in a line. Right. Um, right. I was kind of all over the place at the time in my life with dating and everything, right. just getting out of college and still having those college tendencies, you know? So that, that business was not the best. It, I wouldn't say it was a, um, I would say it was probably one of the, the failure side, but at least I tried. Right. Right. And, uh, like you were saying with the risk and reward, it's right. you you got to try. If, if you look back, if I were to look back 20 years later and be like, man, what if I if I pursued this? Right. I, I can say I did. I won't have that regret. You right. Know? And right. that's that's a, a huge thing that I I want to stress for me myself is like it's you got to you got to make that leap, man. You got to yeah. at least say you tried. and yeah. Don't have right. any regrets about it. Right. Talk about the uh, the risk takers versus the non risk takers. Man, so the risk that you, you know, that you take, hey, man, that, that could be it. That could That's be it. it, man. You know, you just <laughs> never can tell. Yeah. You know, but if you don't take the risk, you never know. You never know, man. So that, I, I like that. I like that. Sure. So tell me. So uh, what are the most important values that you demonstrate daily? Hmm. Hard values that I demonstrate daily. Right. Well, patience is one for sure. Sure. Um, right. I, I kind of work under stress with, uh, so it, imaging equipment is what I specialize in. Sure. So okay. it's, if one of those machines is down, the hospital's losing a lot of money. Absolutely. So I got people yeah. that are like, Hey, we need this up and going fast. Right. And you know, sometimes it's, I got to order a part. When's that part going to get here? I need it tomorrow. I need it. I need it yesterday. You know, Are you trying it's... to talk about me on my own show, man. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's all over. It's everybody. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. You're absolutely right, man. Because if one of my machines go down, man, that's, that's costing me thousands of dollars. Exactly. You know, and then that causing the patient, you know, to be mm -hmm. rescheduled and stuff like that. So it's very important, man. Yes, so how is. do you how do you deal with that with 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 directors and supervisors coming at you at, at, at all ways? How do you do that? How do you keep your composure? Well, over communication is key on that, uh, has what I found out. It's like, hey, look, we're we're still trying, or as soon as we try something, we're like, look, we're about to try this, and uh, you know, we we got a few different things. Uh it's, it's kind of, you got to know not to add fuel to a fire. Right, right. So right, right. just 
be as as nice as you can and it's i I don't take anything that's said to me personally because i know that this is all about patient safety and that's why we all do it right right it's all about business exactly and that's your job to fix things and that's and and answer questions that's it and so that comes with the job it does too much is given too much is given much is required yep right absolutely man so but you know one thing you know you also told me that you uh own a business right yes sir so man so tell me about this business you own well, this business is, uh, I, I needed a side job at first, so my cousin had just started striping parking lots, painting the parking lots, right? right. The fire lanes, handicap, right. and uh, I was helping him out, and then he does, we, we have to pressure wash before he can go in and stripe. You got to get Shoot. all that oil dust off. Right. And uh, then he was outsourcing, and I was like, you know what? What if I was that guy? that he was outsourcing. I have a, a foot in a business right. that would use me yeah, right. and often. It's right. usually two to three times a month I'd get a job with right. him right. and then I have my own job. So I, I started with just renting a pressure washer and uh, going to to help out on jobs here and there. Right. And then it, it turned into, man, I, I got some money. I'm going to just invest, buy it. And now all my overheads it's paid for is just right. gas and, and and travel and food. So you're just making the money. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I like to think. <laughs> right, right. So tell me, what do you love about uh, running your business? What do you love about that, man? And I I love the freedom of it. Yeah. I love the I can go and have communications, or I can go communicate with all these other businesses and uh, get to meet new people, and I, I kind of just get to travel around to do it. Right, right. Um, right. It, it works on my time, and there's there's a lot of pros and cons to it, but right. job security is the maybe the con, you know? Right, but, uh, right. But we're, we're going to build it up there. So what do you think is most important? You know, the skill is most important for a small business, you know, owner. Uh, having people in your circle that know business because you're the chains as weak as the weakest link. Right. Right. And if you're the smartest person in your group, right. How are you learning? Yeah. So it's keep your people smarter than you, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, just be able to be a sponge. It's kind of like leadership. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you have some people that don't know just they're smart in certain areas, you mm-hmm. know, that, hey, because you don't know in leadership, you don't know everything. No, no. You have people that, you know, that specialize in certain things that and and, and you know what they're good at, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not good at keeping notes. I'm not good at, you know, at remembering, you know, the protocols and stuff like that. So I have people around me that, you know, hey, you do this. She'll do this and I'll do this. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it works with leadership, you know? Yes, sir. So, man, so, man, how do you uh, incorporate your faith, you know, in your business decisions? Well, to me, uh, with, with my faith, it's kind of like, a, would I do this in front of my mom? Would wow. I do this in front of my, my girlfriend? That's I, good. You know, it's, I am... The, the business is a reflection of who I am. And right. who I am needs to be the same on the streets, in business, right. not in business. It doesn't matter. Right. I'm me. And right. I just want to keep it that way, you know? Right. So So when you're when you're looking for employees with your with your company, what are you looking for? Uh well, we uh we do mainly night jobs or weekends and uh someone that's willing to work 
fairly cheap. Well, I, I like to go to the college here, right? Okay. The, the trade schools. Sure. I'll put up a poster. Right. And because I was in college once and, you know, a hundred bucks a day, man, that sounds awesome. Right. You know? Right. Right. And the work is maybe you work four hours and you get a hundred bucks, you know? Right. It, it's, you can get a hundred dollars for four hours or for eight hours. Just right. here's a rate you're going to get for the day. Do a good job, get it done as fast as you can, and you can go get more money. Right. You know, I want people that are hungry, people that are going to, if I can incentivize on my, like, hey, if you go door to door and you get a job, I'll give you 10% of the, the income. Right. Of the profit. Right. So how do you, you balance? So you, you, you're a young man and you, you know, you have a girlfriend, but you don't have, you don't have any kids. You're a lucky guy, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. good kids are good. Don't get me wrong. Kids, kids are. are good. Kids are good. Kids are great. Wives are great. I love yes, my wife, sir. you know, but you know how, but sometimes it's kind of hard to balance, you know, my work and my personal life because, you know, I, uh, I, I, I want to stay at work a little bit later, you know, but my wife is at home, mm -hmm. you know, she's asking me, uh, when are you coming home? Uh, I guess I'm coming home right now, you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, so tell me, how do you balance your, you know, your work and personal life? Man. So for, for me, the way I work, I don't have any social medias. So right. my time is not on my phone. My time is I'm at home. And if I'm not, busy doing work, right? then I got family that lives close to here and they have 300 acres. So there's always work to do out there. Um, I got a niece. I got, I got just different ways of wake up early at four 30, no matter the day, right? start right. my day at the gym is right. start doing something productive. Right. And then from there, it just kind of, it helps me straighten out my mind right. so I can know what I'm going to do. Right. So, 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 You've been so so young, you know, you got a great career ahead of you. You know, you work, you, you know, two different things. You know, you have your own business. You know how to do biomed, fix medical equipment. That's that's another business in itself. You know, yes, you can you can, you know, contract yourself out. So, mm -hmm. man. So uh, what do you think you would do differently on your next business? Um, well, I do like like you said, the the biomed. I, I could do that in my next business, and that is my plan. So right now, pressure washing was low overhead. Right. I, I needed $400 a day right. to do one job, and then I could profit $400. Right. So I, I started with that, and then I'm like, okay, well, I looked into how much is insurance, how much is everything that I would need, the test equipment to get started. Right, right. So once I, once I make enough, then my next goal is to venture into a new business and Right now is this being my first business, right. I'm learning taxes. Right. Oh, that is a uh, good luck. Yeah. That, that's a scary game. Keep right your there. receipts. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, keeping everything QuickBooks. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. learning all these different tools that will help me achieve my goals. Sure. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, you know, what are the biggest challenges, you know, you face as a, you know, as a new business owner? Well, as a, a new business, I, like I've, I plan on uh, quitting my day job to run my business eventually. And right. once I do that, I, I have this little little voice in my head like, oh, man, you don't know if you're going to have a job like next week or you're going to get this many jobs per month, you know? Right, so right. it's kind of I'm my biggest enemy on telling myself, but. At the same time, I also have such a great team around me that's like, man, you right. can do this. I, yeah. you, I know you can. If anybody can, you can. You know. Right, right. So it's man, keeping your 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 circle with you and right. have faith and right. You know, that's uh, 
the, the biggest challenge is myself, so, man. So tell me about your circle, the people that you, you, you your circle. Tell me about those guys, you know. Okay. So uh, I got people that were best buddies growing up, lived yeah. down the street from my parents, right? Sure. Grew up together. Right. I And then I, I have newer people as well that right. I have a buddy that has a, a debt collect, uh, debt collective collection agency. Right. So, I mean, he has a very established business. He's very business minded. And, you know, I'm starting to have more and more of these people in my right. life. Right. And uh, just mingling as much as I can. And right. just, I, I got very close to family, too. That's so. good. That's good, man. Yes, That's sir. good. That's good. So tell me, how do you so you do not have social social media. So how do you promote your your, your, your business? Uh, word of mouth. I have business cards and a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. What's the name of your company? One, two pressure washing. All right. All right. Where'd you get, where'd you come up with that name from? Uh, so my, my two closest buddies growing up when we were kids, uh, I had this little fencing business and we, uh, it's a little inside joke that, right. that we got going on. We were supposed to number the, the post. The top one was one, the bottom was two, and then write a, what post one, one, two, two, three, three, four. Right. And he just put one, two on every single board. Oh, yeah. But we still got the job done. All right. So it's, it doesn't take a genius to do it. Okay. It's kind of an inside job or inside I got joke. It. Yes, I, got it. I got it. I got it. So tell me, man, tell me uh, about your parents. So my mom was a kindergarten teacher and uh, my dad did what I do. He, he fixed medical equipment and then he got into the management side of things. Okay. And... Um, Went to the same elementary school my mom, you know. Sure, so right. Oh, man. My, wow. Yeah. My, Sorry. Oh, it, it was all right. I, <laughs> I say that now, but yeah, right. I turned out all right. Okay. Hey, man. So. I get it. I get it. You know, my mom was a school teacher also. Okay. And, yeah. man, my mom used to come to the school and spank me, man. Yeah. Oh. I have cousins that remind me now. They tell me, yeah, you remember when uh, when your mom came and spanked you in front of the whole class? You know, I'm oh, like, yeah. oh. Man. I had that happen too many yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, that's when spanking was allowed, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, yeah. who is your, your hero and, and, and why? Oh, man, my my grandpa. He's, yeah. he's a big influence in my life. He's He dropped out of school in like the sixth grade. Right. All right. And back then, apparently that was normal. But, you know, he's he started out as... He, he tells me this story all the time. He had a coffee can and he'd have to go scoop out rocks so they could dig holes and put posts in there. And oh, man. Yeah. It, this is a country boy through and through. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he told me about that. But then he owned a wrecking yard and then he owned a gas station and then he owned this lumber mill and then he owned the, the grocery store that's in the town that he lived in. And now he sold everything and he, he restores antique Coke boxes and gas pumps. And he has 300 acres that he lives on, him and my grandma. Oh, man. And, wow. uh, you know, awesome. Like, hard work pays off. And, right. you know, he's he's always uh, he kind of set a blueprint like, look, you don't have to have an eight to five job. Right. Right. As long as you put in, you'll get out. Right. What is your best advice for someone pursuing a. Uh, a leadership role or a business opportunity. Listen to your gut. Your your gut is your friend. They might steer you away sometimes, but don't let that scare you. And to be a good leader, uh, have other people around you that are leaders. Or think back about all your past jobs. Like, man, I had a manager one time that 
uh, on our birthdays. He'd, he'd tell us all happy birthday, but he'd also come in and he'd bring us just a little little gift, you know, right, like a little right. cupcake with a candle. Like, right. it's small, but it means a it's lot. thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I've had managers that I love. They do some things. I, I've had managers where I, I don't like what they were doing. And, you know, I, I kind of want to be like, well, I've seen what I don't like. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do the opposite. Right. You know, right. So I do the things that I do like. Right. Absolutely. I get that. So if you could do anything differently, what would it be? Started this way sooner. Really? Yes, sir. <laughs> I would have. I, uh, I love my day job. I love doing what I do. But there's something about just being your own boss that is it, it makes you feel empowered you right, know? Right. in the best way possible. It's uh, I, I wish I would have done it sooner. Right. Because I could have grown. And, you know, now that but I've also needed that time to mature for myself. And now this is the perfect time for me to have done it. Right. So, right. Right. Yes, sir. Well, that's awesome, man. I appreciate it. Tate, I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, make sure that you uh, probably in the next couple of months, I'll get you back in, man. We'll right. hear about this other job opportunity that you're probably getting ready to start. I know you're getting ready to do something. Always, yeah. always. You got to have multiple, multiple outlets. Yeah, absolutely. So. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Icon Podcast. You can find the show anywhere you get your podcast. You can find us at roguemedianetwork.com or you can email us at iconleadership at gmail.com or our website, which is iconleadership.org. Thank you.